When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. It is Monday. It is Memorial Day. I just realized it is a holiday, so potentially a dumb day to release a brand new episode of So Bad It's Good. But you know what? I've never done things the right way. (laughs) And did everybody have a good weekend? Everybody's still having a good weekend. This is so exciting. I'm recording this on Sunday night. It's 10 p.m. I'm uh, I'm realizing people are out and about, and uh, I I thought it was a school night, so... Uh, as we come back from quarantine, it's it's uh, the, the re-entry is already very, very tough. Did you guys have a good weekend? Good, 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 good. Um, okay, so here's the deal. I've mentioned this already on Friday's episode, but hey, we have a new home, and, and I'm going to go into what that means for you and, and what the differences are and all. Well, you know what? Let me start with the differences. There are no differences. Yeah, there are no differences except one. 
I will. There will be. A, a, there, there's going to be a commercial break. I think halfway through, uh, it's going to be a, a brand that I've tried. It's BetterHelp. You'll you'll hear me talk about it and my personal experience with it. It's a couple minutes, and then we're going to go right back to the show. So that is the only difference. I am with iHeartRadio and uh, Cloud Ten Productions, and they are they have been amazing so far. And I hope that I can do well for them. And it just seemed like the right home for me um, to to try to. Uh, raise my visibility. It, it, it's just, it's going great. And I think this is going to help me be able to grow more and I'll be able to put more time into these pods. It, it's a lot of time right now. And they really seem to be able to help on kind of raising awareness for this pod. And, uh, if anything needs awareness raised on it, it's this pod. Um, so there really is no difference. I, I just want to assure everybody of that. It's going to be the same great guests. In fact, I think we're going to even be able to get some even better guests, which is like, Ryan, how is that possible? Uh, Bill and Becky Bailey, will they still be on the podcast? Yeah, my parents will still be on the podcast, of course. Will you still be an idiot? Yeah, of course I'll still be. What if I was like, no, I am very smart now. I am very smart, and you will be hearing a smart, well-adjusted man from here on out. No, not at all. Um, Not at all. Uh, For those who are joining us for the first time, welcome. I know it might seem scary. I know you might feel like you're um, not part of an inside joke, but you are about to be on the inside of this joke. This is a pop culture podcast that focuses on reality shows, music, movies, TV, the whole thing. This is based around love. I love all of this stuff, and I have since I was a little kid. Uh, I was the kid that memorized box office figures and 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 loved reality shows when all of my friends loved sports. And, and the cool thing is, I found that there was an audience that loves the exact same things that I love and dislikes the same exact things that I don't like as well. But remember, we can disagree on all of our opinions. That's okay. I love when I have people on that disagree. We can all have our own opinions. There is not just one right one, even though I think I'm very close to being the one right one. Um, But I'm a geek, you guys. I love music. I love movies. I love TV. I love all of it. You'll probably hear some embarrassing stories about me from high school. Like I said, my family's a part of this. Uh, I visited my friend Nick and Heather this weekend. Nick's been one of my best friends since college. And uh, and Heather's just an amazing lady. And they just had a, a baby, a beautiful baby named Olive. And I got to meet her for the first time after this this stupid pandemic. I don't know if you guys have been hearing about this pandemic what a what a year, huh? <laughs> but I got to meet for the first time after I was vaccinated and I got my Tdap shot and I got a meter and I got to give her a so bad it's good onesie. And I actually recorded um, uh, her dad giving me a, uh, a poopy diaper changing lesson and I'm sure I'll play that at some point this week. Did you know there's a thing called butt cream? I was like, wait, 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 is this like an adult bookstore? But turns out butt cream you put on so little babies don't chafe their butts. And you're like, Ryan, of course, I have five kids. A lot of my listeners have kids. And and I said this on, I have a Patreon as well, you guys. I just did a Real Housewives of New York recap on there today. And it was like an hour and a half, but I kind of talked that I realized a lot of my uh, listeners have kids. And I don't know how the hell you guys do it. Honestly, like, I mean, that's not even, it's just, I don't get it. I also... I like I couldn't stop looking at the baby because I was fascinated. That wasn't even me being responsible for the baby. Imagine being responsible for the baby and then wanting to look at the baby because you're just so fascinated with the baby. I just 
it's it's all I mean that is like that's like science fiction to me. That is wild. And then I'm like, wow, look at me, silly me, just look at, just watching my reality shows, just watching my Mayor of Easttown. You guys, Mayor of Easttown, season finale was tonight. What did we think? Okay, spoiler alert. I'm going to say something right now that might... I did it. I'm the one who did it. It's me. I did it. I take full responsibility. I was the guy after seven episodes... Uh, you didn't see it coming, did you? I was not in any of the other episodes, so it it didn't really make sense. No, uh, I thought I thought I personally thought Mayor of Easttown was a great finale. Me and my guest Sophie Ross, who joins me on Mondays every Monday, and you're gonna love Sophie if it's your first time listening. She is just she's a writer, uh, but I think she's just she's great. And we just talk pop culture on Mondays. We go through tons of stories. You'll hear we talk about Mayor of Easttown, so just be prepared if you need to skip past that five minute section. Um, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. I'm not going to give it away because I know it's Memorial Day, so you guys might not have gotten to it yet. But it is. it was so satisfying. And it's so funny. Do you, are you guys like this where you finish a seven-part series and you're like, look at me. I did something with my life. Look, ha, I completed. I'll, I'll mark that off the to-do list. Like, it's always TV shows I complete. It's never life events. Like, at the end of my life, I'm like, a lot of people will probably have you know, kids and things of that nature. And I'll be like, I've watched every series on HBO. Yeah. Some of them I watched twice. I did a rewatch on Sopranos. How about that? Huh? <laughs> um, but it basically I want to have fun here. It's the same. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just doing this. If there are any new listeners, you guys that have been with me, you guys know the drill. Um, you know what? It's so funny. Like we're, we're in summer. Like, and I, like we might have a bitch in summer. Have you ever thought about that? Like we might have a good, like last summer it was just hot and I was indoors and it was, I'd go outdoors with masks and many layers on and it was hot. And, and now it's, it's, it's kind of amazing. And I almost, it's one of those things that you almost don't trust. You're like, is this, is this, is this real? Like, are we going to be able to see our friends and our families and, and 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 potentially not wear masks eventually, and then eventually see live music. It feels like a whole new ball game. It's it's like with great power comes great responsibility. Like I, we got to make sure we don't get too drunk immediately. I can already tell. I've already heard horror stories. And by the way, if you do have a horror story, please send me a voice note. It's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. I would love to hear your stories. Um, also, you can follow me on Instagram at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, I, I I just do a lot of silly posting and all that stuff. But it is cool. I, I love hearing from you guys and it's wild to it just it blows me away that people are listening also i want to say a special thank you to to a listener and friend jessica who is all the way over in australia which i love i'm like australia that even exists i thought that was like in movies and she she sent me a late birthday package of all australia goodies now there's a thing called tim tams and it looks like uh, original made with irresistible real chocolate. I, We definitely do not have irresistible real chocolate here. So Tim Tams, I got to try those. And we got another package of Tim Tams. This is a double coat. This is like, no, no, no. We're going to do one more coat in case the first coat didn't stick. Then there's this really light can called Nestle's Milo. Active Go low source eight vitamins. I think this is like a health shake, but it looks just chocolatey. A glass of Milo and milk is a great source of nourishing energy. Oh, maybe you put like 
There should be instructions with this. I'm, I can't even work Australian food products, you guys. And then, okay, this is Vegemite. Vegemite's B vitamins for fight, vitality. It looks like a darkish substance. You know, would you guys mind if I did a, a taste test on air? Okay, one sec. Okay, I have just broken the seal. I am going to dip my finger into this tube because I do not use utensils because I do not have my life together. And I'm stick. It's it's sticky. And okay, and there it goes. Oh, oh God! No, 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 no! Oh my God! No! What is this? I thought it was chocolate. What the fuck? It's like salty. Oh my God! What do you do? What did you do to me, Jessica? Is this a joke? Oh my God, it's so salty and it's not sweet. Oh my God, I thought this was like a a bottle of chocolate. Oh my God, veggie my Oh, is this vegetable? Oh, oh my God. Oh my God, what the hell? Jessica, what are you guys doing over there? Like up until I, the Tim Tams, I was with you and then the Milo, it got progressively weirder. And then this is just like a bottle of black jelly sodium. Have you guys had this Vegemite? Do not do it. Oh my God. I was not, I was, I mean, I guess it's, I thank God I would just be dipping my finger into it all night. Oh my God. Jessica, what did you do? I feel like I'm going to like search. Am I going to get superpowers now? I feel like something's changing in my DNA. Um, Jessica, for real though, that was actually my honest reaction, but thank you so much for thinking of me. Thank you for being a listener. And I just, it, I, that's crazy that you live in Australia. So thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you come to America so we can go to Tom Tom sometime. And, uh, I feel like it is the summer of Tom Tom. I've now been there like three or four times in the last two weeks that it's been open and, uh, it just gets better each time. It just gets better each time <laughs> on with the show folks. Uh, we have very sad news to report coming out of New York, uh, this evening, uh, turns out Sonia Morgan had another tub related incident at a friend's house. Bravo TV.com is reporting the headline is weeks after flooding Josh flags home. Josh flag, of course, being one of the realtors on million dollar listing by leaving the bath running. The Roni cast member broke the tub at another pals NYC home. So I, when I first uh, read the title. I was like, did she slip? And it turns out she's flooding bathtubs, which is kind of the most Sonia Morgan thing you can do, you know? And so, so Sonia was quoted as saying, I'm staying at a friend's house and I broke the tub, the drain. I don't know. She said in a recent Instagram story video tagging Josh and Bobby Boyd. So we have a suction cup thing. We have like a hose here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you know, I love Sonia Morgan so much. I pray for her every day. I was talking about that on the Patreon recap that she's had a tough couple of episodes. And of course she does not love Luann's Garth, 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 Garth. Um, but, uh, I mean, Sonia, I feel like we're going to have, I feel like Sonia's going to have bathtub incidents for the rest of her life. Do you guys ever, do you guys feel that? I mean, it, it's funny that I, you know, at, at the end of the night, I pray for my, my mom, my dad, my friends, you know things like that, and I also I send a special prayer out for Sonia Morgan each night. Uh, I want her to do. I want her to be. I want all my housewives to be good. You know the ones that are worth their salt. 
Um, uh, Paige and Craig, you guys, Paige from Summer House and Craig from Southern Charm. Paige uh, has been spotted in Charleston. The rumor is that they are potentially getting hot and heavy. Now, Sophie Ross, my guest today, hung out with the Summer House crew last night. So we will, we dive directly into that. So if you don't watch uh, Summer House, the first 15 minutes is kind of talking about that night, which I think is amazing if, even if you didn't. So, um, but Paige and Craig, they are, I don't know. We'll see what's happening. People are saying they're potentially hooking up. I'll keep you updated on that. Uh, Vanderpump Rules, you guys, they are doing Talking Heads. And Talking Heads, just to let you know, are the, you know, when they do the shots of like, um, Ariana talking of like, what, what, did you, what did you think about what happened? And she's like, Jax is a loser. Like, that's a Talking Head when they're dressed really nice in a studio by themselves. I just call them talking heads because, you know, they're talking heads. But Vanderpump Reunion looks, they all look amazing. I am still shocked that Sheena looks this good so quickly after giving birth. But really, this is Sheena's time to shine. She knows. She's like, I don't care if I had a baby yesterday. I am I am going to do anything I can to make sure I am available for this show. And that is the kind of can-do spirit. We like it so bad it's good. Um, so before we get into the guest, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to you guys, as always. Um, the reason that this is, uh, becoming a success is because of you guys. So thank you. I don't take that lightly. Um, I will, uh, if you guys ever need a place to crash or I'll pick you up at the airport, whatever you need, I'm there for you. Uh, also like to thank, uh, my mom and dad for, uh, never, I mean, my mom was starting to like push me to get a real job. So it's kind of like, if this works out, I potentially don't have to get a real job, which is like the dream. Uh, also like to thank Maritza Lopez. She is, uh, she does all my amazing graphics. She is just so great. Uh, she does the Real Housewives of Miami recap with me on Patreon. She's been on this show a bunch. Uh, I, I text and talk with her on kind of like a daily basis, and she's one of the best sounding boards that anybody could have. I, I suggest everybody get a Meditza Lopez. Actually, you can probably just get Meditza Lopez. And uh, my friend Megan, who uh, has always, she listens to me bitch all the time, gives me ideas, helps with contracts. Uh, awesome on that stuff. So thank you to everybody, the team that has helped us get to this point, And we've got so much further to go. I got big dreams and I got big plans for us. So without further ado, let us get to today's guest because this is just a great, funny ass interview. And we talk about everything. We talk about the Kardashians. We talk Summer House. We talk Jax Taylor. We, uh, we, t- <laughs> we talk, uh, I think there's a little Drake in there. I think, uh, no, I'm just making up things with Drake. We've got Mayor of Easttown, of course. Uh, let's see what else. We got uh, Demi Lovato and their um, Diet Dr. Pepper. Uh, we got Kanye with Arena Shrek. I don't know how to say that name. Kylie Jenner and Kylie Cosmetics. A little deep dive on that. Of course, we have to have Jenner, Jennifer Lopez and her quadruple love triangle. Uh, we have Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. We talk about the Friends reunion. We talk about, guys, and also, I am obsessed right now. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Kathy Hilton. I keep just, I will make myself laugh all day just thinking about um, Kat, Kathy Hilton fun facts. Like, try this at home. Just You can make up anything. Like, anything can be a Kathy Hilton fun fact. Just be like, Kathy Hilton never wears shoes. That's a Kathy Hilton fun fact. Because Kathy Hilton 
has been on two episodes of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills so far, and she has said eight batshit things. And this needs to be celebrated. We need to, like, you know, she thought Garcelle, an African-American lady, was Kyle, which is just amazing. And then Kyle made fun of it, and 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 Kathy was like, oh, I should have known because you're way taller. And you're African-American. Are you kidding me? Um, she said that. She said she likes to perform dental surgery on the young kids around her block. Uh, when she was a kid. That's a fun Kathy Hilton fact. I mean, so anything can be a Kathy Hilton fun fact. I always like, she fought in World War II proudly. Thank you, Kathy. That's a Kathy Hilton fun fact. Um, she uh, she invented paper clips. Uh, paper clips is something she invented in the 70s. Kathy Hilton fun fact. She, in the 80s, was in a nudist colony and she would wear clothes on Wednesday and that's how she got kicked out because she was like, no, it's clothes Wednesday. And they were like, Kathy, this is a nudist colony. And she was like, you know, well, I guess I'll just go on about my business. Um, uh, Kathy is an ultra marathoner. She once ran 130 miles without stopping. That's a Kathy Hilton fun fact. Uh, Kathy can't smell her own poop. That is a definite Kathy. I don't know if that's fun, but Kathy has always said that she is not able to smell her own poop. Um, Paris Hilton actually is not her daughter. That's a CGI daughter. Uh, so it's not actually DNA, but it's CGI. And she still loves her like a regular daughter, but it's just a different thing. Uh, Kathy also is the one that invented uh, crotch shots with the paparazzi. Uh, Kathy Hilton was the first person that was coming out of a Rolls Royce without any undies on, and they got a crotch shot. This was when uh, paparazzi just used Polaroid cameras. So that's a Kathy Hilton fun fact. Kathy Hilton, this is crazy. This is actually true was um, was the Zodiac Killer. Now, a lot of people say that's Ted Cruz. It actually is Kathy Hilton. Uh, the, but she is very sorry for all of her crimes, so I think that is something that we can forgive her. Kathy Hilton also is one of the first uh, DJs, two turntables and a microphone. The Kathy Hilton story, of course, is the Lifetime movie where she became a world-famous DJ, um, which I think is just awesome. Kathy Hilton has also fought three sharks. She won twice. Yeah, she won twice. That's amazing for a human to beat a shark. I don't know if you guys are into sharking, but uh, it's it's very it's it's huge. Uh, Kathy Hilton, even though her last name is Hilton, she will only stay at Sheridan's. At Sheridan's, folks, that's crazy. Because Hilton's, I hear they're nice. Um, let's see here. Kathy Hilton loves to eat bunions. If anybody has a bunion. Uh, you know, uh, there's like a bun. I th I'm sure there's a bunion show on TLC, but usually what I'm expecting is people will remove bunions, give them to these doctors and Kathy will just kind of go around to, uh, doctor's offices in Beverly Hills and collect like snacks. She calls them little, little treats, you know, little <laughs> of course, those are Kathy Hilton fun facts. Please send me your Kathy Hilton fun facts. I think anything could be a Kathy Hilton fun fact. Uh, you guys, without further ado, here she is, uh, a writer. You can find her on Instagram and Twitter where she will keep us updated on everything that she is working on. Because I'm telling you, this girl is going places. I feel like we got her at the right time on the Ascension. So I am so happy to have her as part of this family because I get to watch her become more and more successful. And I want to say hi to my new friend, Mrs. Ross, uh, Sophie's mom, who reached out to me this week, which I get to inform Sophie of during this interview. So you guys, I will talk to you on Tuesday and we got a great week of shows. I'm telling you, we have a great week of shows and I will see you on, I will talk to you on Tuesday. Bye.
Uh, welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. It is Monday. It is Memorial Day. We are working on a day off so you can have something to enjoy to, and hopefully uh, hopefully, you're listening to this drinking by a pool or, or doing something that is very unstress-related. Remember, anything that we say in this podcast, uh, while we think is factual, is potentially allegedly. So let's just clear that up right now. Sophie is the smart one. I am the dumb one. Let's clear that up right now. Uh, but I am very excited to have back my co-host, Sophie Ross. Sophie, thank you so much for being here again. We missed you last week. Oh, I miss you too. I told you that I was like the the vain forehead guy meme. <laughs> yeah, like she's waiting, waiting for two weeks. <laughs> she is she is ready to explode with opinions and thoughts. And let's just clear up something right now. Uh, Sophie Ross has joined season six of the <laughs> Summer House uh, show, and I don't know if you guys saw she was hanging out with the Summer House cast. She oh, is making the God. announcement right now that she will be joining the cast. So let's. Put that rumor out there as fact right now. That's how the internet works. What so if you- I was like, what if I posted that I was, I was like, I'm going to stop telling fart jokes in comedy clubs to join the cast. <laughs> 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 um, uh, which by the way, I do want to ask your opinion about, I see that Hannah Brenner is really, is really hitting the stand up circuit. And I, I saw that she's at like, like the chuckle hut for two nights and, you know, but she's putting, uh, Hannah, it's Hannah Burner from the Burning in Hell podcast. She's not even using Summer House in the show posters, which I think is actually I kind of I kind of respect that, or or maybe no. she's not allowed to use Summer House. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's that she's not allowed. I think, and I because all Bravo stars use that. I think it's a narcissistic injury. Like she, <laughs> she here we feels, go. She feels so like offended by Summer House firing her that she's like they don't need my my free clout you know like why would I promote them on my tour like that's probably how she sees it because Summer House would be the most like recognizable way to recognize her over her podcast so it is funny though and I hate to say this but just as somebody that's an avid pop culture tv movie music lover being on tv does make you more exciting so when you're not on tv and you don't have a show it does make you less exciting and I hate to say that like, you know what I'm saying? Like going to see well, Hannah was, is not as exciting as if she were still on Summer House potentially. Well, she was also the person that was saying that, you know, and I had heard her say this on podcast before that, you know, when she started being on TV, that people started treating her differently. And all of a sudden, like everyone was asking her to hang out. Like that's something that she had talked about is how people treated her differently when she like got to be on a show. So <laughs> I'm sure she'll see how people treat her differently when she's not in the show anymore. So, and just and just by the way, I want to uh, give a major shout out to BetterHelp, which I think that is the uh, the 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 company that uh, unfortunately had to part ways with Hannah. They are a proud podcast sponsor. Very they are a proud podcast sponsor of So Bad It's Good today. And you will be hearing my commercial halfway through this episode because you guys do know I take my mental health very seriously and I take other people's mental health very seriously. And that is no joke. But let us get to why the F were you? But Because by, Sophie texted me. I was up visiting my friend's baby. I was doing something real and not partying on a Saturday. And... Sophie texted me a photo of Kyle, Amanda, Carl, and Lindsay. And I was like, oh yeah, that's Kyle, Amanda. I didn't, I didn't know that it meant she was with them. I just thought she 
like, look how fun of a time they're having. And I was like, yeah, they look, they look <laughs> awesome. They, I, but by the way, I do like texts like that where I was like, yeah, they're having fun. Let's have fun. <laughs> and then I didn't realize she was there. And then I started getting messages and then I was like, what? And then I literally dropped, dropped the baby I was holding. I was like, wait a second. So why were, and by the way, I do want to point out a couple of weeks ago, Sophie was potentially going, there was an episode a couple of weeks ago where you heard me like hinting, well, you, you wouldn't know it if you didn't know, but she was potentially going to hang out with Lindsay and, uh, well, that's, had, yeah, that's the story. The story is that Lindsay and I know each other. We met way back in the day when she was when I was working at a magazine and she was doing PR. So we met each other through work and I think she through Hubhouse. Yes. Through Hubhouse. And we had, she had maybe been on the show for like one or two seasons. I'd watched it and like recognized her, but it wasn't what it is today, obviously, but we had stayed in touch and like stayed friendly throughout the year since meeting each other. And we recently were like, you know, texting about getting drinks and we were supposed to get drinks a couple of weeks ago. And I told Ryan, I was like, I think I'm getting drinks with Lindsay. And this was like the height of all of the Hannah, Hannah drama. So, um, and then it ended up not happening. And then yesterday or Saturday, um, Lindsay just texted me and she was like, and it was like maybe 3.30 PM. And she was like, Hey, are you here this weekend? Like, let's hang out. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, come to this rooftop. People are going to be there. And I was like, okay, I didn't know what was that was. Your name, was your name, was there a list involved? Well, no, I showed up at the door and I was like, um, Lindsay? Like, I didn't know whose name to say. And then I started shouting. I was like random summer house cast. I was like, I don't know who she's with. You were and like, activated, like, lover boy. Well, she texted me back. She texted me back and she goes, it's lover boy. <laughs> The password was Loverboy to it get was, in the It was like a little mini Loverboy thing, which I didn't even realize when Lindsay texted me. When Lindsay texted me, I thought it was just going to be like low key, just like drinks, maybe just me and her. And like, I don't know who else. And like Robert and I had been DMing because he, we follow each other on social media. So Robert, and, of course, is Danielle's boyfriend. Yeah. They're hot and heavy still. Um, so you yeah. guys follow each other on social media. Yeah. And he's also from Cincinnati, which is my hometown. And I had this TV debacle where I accidentally ordered. Yeah. What was it? I saw on, I saw you ordered too big of a TV. And I, in my head, I was like, thing. in my head, I was like, she's just trying to get that that one guy to come and, you know, the guy that you oh. keep talking about, uh, what's the door, what's the app you use all the time? TaskRabbit. TaskRabbit. I just like, you're just no. trying to be TaskRabbit, guys. It's literally the biggest pain in my freaking ass because I haven't had my TV broke. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to order like this TV. Listen to what my dad said to me. He was like, oh, we really like our crystal HD 65 inch. And I was like, okay, like dad knows. So I just ordered it, not realizing that it was going to take up my entire apartment wall. Like it literally just doesn't fit. And, but the fun fact is, so Robert started DMing me advice. He was like, just so you know, like the measurements of a TV is like diagonal. So he was DMing me about the TV. Uh, was Robert mansplaining Sophie? No, it was very welcome advice. Like, I don't know shit about TVs. That's why well, I'm who took the TV situation. off your hand? Because you, uh, you said, I'm willing to let it go at this, this price. Well, that's the funny story. <laughs> so I was telling this story to Lindsay yesterday. And she was like, holy shit, I've been looking for this exact TV, 65-inch Samsung. 
And her and Carl, since they live in the same building, they like hang out all the time, like watch TV together. So he was helping her choose a TV and he was like, yeah, this is the exact TV. So Lindsay is buying my TV for me. So it all worked out. Did you, uh, it's now on Instagram, you said you're willing to lower the price 150. Now that it's Lindsay, are you going to raise the price? Cause you know, I know she might have I it. I told her, she was like, I'll pay you full price. And I was like, no, you get a friends and family discount lens. She that's... offered to pay a full price. And I was like, no, you don't have to do yeah, that. Yeah. Now you guys are friendly. So that's like a whole thing. Um, uh, that's amazing. That's really... uh, yeah. I mean, I just also like the first thing that I just want to say is that like, they are just literally exactly because I had met variously had met them throughout the years. Like I've told yeah. the story of how I've met like Amanda before and all that. And I have briefly met Carl and um, and yeah, I had met Kyle before briefly. Like I had met all of them, not Robert. This is my first time meeting Robert. Danielle wasn't there, but um, there wasn't any like tea or gossip. It was literally just us no, hanging out. And they are exactly like they are on TV. Like they're, I'm just telling you, like they are not putting on a show. Like cameras could have been there and it would have been like entertaining as fuck. But like, it's just exactly but see, how that's, they are. That's what I, and, and you were texting me this a, yeah. a little bit last night. And, and that's what I mean is that like, it doesn't have to be dramatic to be fun as hell. Like I, I just even was looking at the social media. Cause then I was like, I think I was following uh, all of a sudden I was on Lindsay's assistance page and, and it just looked like fun. It looked like my friends and like, I was actually with my friend like yesterday who just had the baby and that was, which by the way, now I'm like kicking myself because I said, oh my God, my friend's over. And he reminded me, Carl used to stay on his couch all the time. So he was like, oh shit, tell Carl Nick Wagner. Like you're over, like, cause he, Carl back in the day, like this is like 13, 14 years ago, Carl lived on my buddy's couch for a while. And I always just knew him as tall Carl that played on our like uh, basketball team. Oh, and he, he um, knocked my friend uh, John's tooth out one time, uh, giving during him an basketball? elbow. Yeah. During yeah. basketball. And uh, he, I but thought he, he went for a second. I was like, Carl, like got in a fight. <laughs> No, I mean, he was accidental, but he, he was very, he was very, he was very manly, uh, as he still is. Now, did you bring up with Carl anything about the bed making and he, he looked oh, very, uh, skin looked great. Everything looked oh, great. Yeah, and you said he, he was, he was totally sober. Yeah, no, he looked great. He was sober. Um, just drinking Red Bull, like just, uh, yeah. Oh my God. And that's Carl's not healthy from, in its own way. <laughs> and I had like, again, I briefly, very briefly met Carl before, and, you know, we're friendly. He told me that he likes my tweets, but they're very careful about what they publicly like because everything gets twisted as anyone who watches yeah, Bravo knows. Yeah, totally. So I was like, I didn't even know you looked at me on Twitter, but um, yeah. Wait, no, was, it, wait, was, was it like romantic? Like I didn't no. know you looked at me on Twitter. My sister was like, you should bring Carl to my wedding because her, her wedding is in the fall. I was like, I don't know I, about that. But I love we'll that you see. bring up your sister. I literally go, you, you better sleep with Carl. Your sister's like, invite him to a wedding. I'm like, you better sleep <laughs> with him should i page voice should i fuck carl <laughs> by the way page but, page must be uh infuriated right now that you were very close to carl yesterday i would imagine oh my and we, God. we page wasn't there she correct was with craig she was with craig yeah page oh page was actually spotted with craig that is true yeah, so I don't know what's going on. and also by the way anything that i tried to like 
get about winter house i was like Paige, craig everyone was like no spoilers and they're doing it like for my own good i was like okay you're right like if spoilers get out it just makes it less fun for anyone well did any i mean was it did anything get winter house summer charm or did, i mean winter winter how what is it called winter house summer winter charm? house yeah wait but it's a no, winter say? house summer charm what did i just say i think i know i'm just saying did you bring up how bad of a name it is Oh no, I just kept calling it Winter House. And then like, I feel like they were trying to be so secretive about it. And I was like, are you talking about WH, wink, wink? <laughs> Wait, Carl, like, Carl's not in WHSC. Um, I don't think. WHSC. Yeah, he is. Okay, I, I just didn't they're see him in that preview. I didn't see him in that preview. Yeah, they're all on it except Hannah and Danielle. And I think it's because Danielle had to work and then Hannah yeah. Wasn't Danielle, asked. like, I mean, it's so funny. Danielle is the one person that always has to work. And it seems like she's like pretty cool with that. She's not thirsty yeah, in no. that way. And you can tell that, you know, she just is someone that likes her job because if she didn't like her job, she could like go full-time influencer blogger, but like she likes her job. Now, Amanda, how good does she smell in person? I can she I look so you? pretty in those Wait, pictures. Can I just, I know. Can I just tell you that I kept talking, like I kept saying that to her. I was like, Amanda, you know, I'm obsessed with you. Like, you know, I'm Batula Hoop. I was like, I'm Batula Hoop. I was like, Robert, have you heard what we're called? We're Batula Hoops. He was like, yeah. But like, I was like telling her to her face and she kept, she, Amanda's just like hilarious and amazing and just as beautiful in person as you would expect. And honestly, like Lindsay is even more beautiful in person. Also the like, even more than TV. I feel like TV doesn't even do them justice, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But no, Amanda was just like so funny. And like at one point, like dancing in my face, I was like, like while I was like sitting and I was like, Amanda, like, you know what you do to me. And she was like being funny. Like, <laughs> you know you, you love my me. boobs. Right. And I was like, I love your boobs, Amanda. I love your like, boobs, Amanda. <laughs> like ever, they were just being drunk and hilarious. And like Kyle, I'm sure you saw my Instagram story that Kyle spilled guac on Amanda's shoe. Oh, and then funny. I caught, I captured the part where Lindsay was helping him clean it, which was like so on brand for Lindsay but you missed the part where Kyle was took a chip and scooped up the guac from the shoe and ate it. That's it was I, just Kyle was like fully sending it, you know. Now Kyle, now was it see that's gonna that's gonna be like a kind of an inception big bang kind of thing. And if I was watching Kyle drink and making Kyle faces, I just I'm so used to watching him drink to drink with him. Like, is it, does he make the funny faces when he's just by himself? Yes. Like not, see, I'm I know he did. So he was exactly. And it was so funny because you know, on the show. Oh, at one point, <laughs> Ryan, you will die at this. Oh my God. There are so many good like anecdotes from yesterday that I'm just remembering. Cause I like just woke up a couple hours ago. Um, Wait, did you have your food yet today? Did you have food yet today? Did you order McDonald's? Cereal, three bowls of cereal so far. Kyle was like, "I'm going to the bathroom," and I was like, "Say it." He was like, "Pan in the wind." Oh my god! Oh my god! I know. I was like, that was the best moment of my fucking life. And then there was another moment where, oh, like I was saying, how in the show it like edits like where you know someone's Amanda's like Kyle's just like you know, he's grown up so much this year. And then it like cuts to Kyle, like doing something like blackout <laughs> and dancing myself. 
me and Amanda were like talking about Kyle at one point, just how great he's or whatever it was. And then we look over at Kyle and he's like just by himself doing his class. <laughs> I was like, I really, it was like I, I told you it felt very like visceral. I was like, it just was so funny. Like See, yeah, that's why I I, I could never like I could never be with them because I'd be like, Kyle, dude, pee on me, dude, pee on me. Like I'd be like, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, dude. Um, I actually, I really did have a great heart to heart with Kyle where I was like, I'm just really like, and I've thought about this before, how I do think it's really inspiring that we watched Kyle like on the show. He was in his thirties when he started on the show, didn't really have a lot of direction. was kind of like this party fuck boy, still trying to figure out what he was doing. And, and then, sorry, I'm getting my computer charger. Yeah. yeah. And, um, now we have watched him. He has a successful business. He has like a gorgeous, stunner wife. And I said that to him last night too. <laughs> He's like, back and off, Jesus. I know, no, but I like actually like said that to him and he was like very appreciative. I was like, I find it actually very inspiring because you were like after 30. And, you know, a lot of people think that at 30, you should have your life figured out. And I feel like Kyle's a great example of sometimes like the best things in your life happen after 30, you know? He, um, he did, uh, I was with that group of people and they all watched Summer House yesterday. And this was even before we were, that we knew that you were there. We were all talking about how, isn't it crazy how we've all turned a corner on Kyle? Like, because we, I, I remember we had all like this group of people when he got engaged with Amanda on the boat, we were like, no, Amanda, no, 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 no. And now we were like, we couldn't, like, it, it's nice to see reality things that you believe. Like, cause I never believed Jax's redemption arc. I no. never believed, but like, for like, I believe the Kyle, like, and Kyle didn't like hit it over the head where it was like, look at me and how I've changed. Like, I think that's part of it too, with reality stars when they don't, they show you, they don't tell you. And mm -hmm. I feel like he just kind of, wait, what, wait, who was babysitting the 18 puppies they have right now? Oh, um, Amanda had her puppy cam. I don't, I don't think, I don't know if they have. Whoa, whoa, how much are they charging? Can, can I get access to this puppy cam? Is it well, like a summer house puppy like, wait, cam? I want this. I want access to this. It was so cute. I was like watching the puppy cam and like Mina was like, being like her like just being a good mommy i was like mina and i was like <laughs> i was like oh yeah like just like talking about mina like she was like a person which is like if you don't follow amanda that's the, that's the dog that's the mom dog of all of the puppies mina i was just like obsessed with mina oh my was God. this a lover boy sponsored event or what was this they all just met up and drank lover boy so um I don't know exactly the logistics of it, but this rooftop is called the Ready, and it's a new East Village rooftop. Do you wait, do you live in the East Village? Where do you where do you? I live? live in Lower East Side, but it's right down the street. And I was actually just I was I was like I'm so glad I discovered this place because I've been looking for a new rooftop that isn't like Mr. Purple's, like the classic like everyone goes to Mr. Purple. And I'm like I've been looking for a new like low key rooftop for the summer. But um, yeah, it's perfect. Could and, you only drink Loverboy or were you allowed to drink well, harder no, so drinks? They have this recycling program where all of their drinks, they serve Loverboy and the it's an, a Tao group place. And Lindsay is friends with the Tao group person. Yeah. So I think it, it was just like a mini, like it wasn't anything crazy. It was just a regular day there. And then um, 
Kyle and Lindsay ended up getting like a little table with just all lover boy and stuff. So yeah, I don't even know what it was, but it was a good time. So you, I mean, was there any like chugging of lover boy? Like, Oh, let's all chug it. Like, well, let's all like race each other. I mean, it definitely was, it definitely was pretty rowdy and like the lover boys were going quick. It was my first lover boy drunk and I loved it. Was there other people besides just you guys there? Was there like just regular people up there as well that were coming up to them? I'm laughing. I'm laughing because there were just these annoying ass. And I guess they knew, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be rude, but they knew, I think, vaguely someone there. Vaguely. I don't even know the connection. So I'm not even going to like. But anyway, they were so freaking annoying. And I think they were like rolling. Like, <laughs> and, uh, oh my god this is amazing up here and they kept just like coming up to us and just like Bleh! and then finally they left and when the, we started cheering because it was just like us and then the entire bar started cheering that they finally left too because that's how freaking annoying they were and i was like if i found out that an entire bar started cheering as soon as i left i would like die that's Ugh. so embarrassing but yeah it was it was basically just like a small a small thing and like, now what would you have done last night if you had not gotten this text from Lindsay? um i was what? actually planning on getting like work done and planning my sister's bachelorette party no no I date no called, date last night potentially no no date last night but i called my sister when this happened because of my, i was like oh my god i need to plan my sister's bachelorette because it's in august and that was on my to-do list to do last week and i didn't have a chance so i was like okay saturday and i called my sister and she just fit caught up on summer house like just started binging and finished it yeah and i called her i was like Amanda, um, I was going to plan your bachelorette party today, but Lindsay just asked me to hang out. She was like, go, go, you must. She's like, like I'll get, I'll, marriages are, it's, it's fine. It'll happen. Yeah. I don't even need a bachelorette party. She was like, I don't care. Go. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, I think part of me was like, cause I was in my pajamas. I was like, oh, if Amanda really wants me to stay home, but I'm so glad obviously that I like went. But also now you know you can use that as an excuse with your sister down the line too of like yeah. sorry summer house stuff. Where was Luke? Um, Luke is in Minnesota. Yeah, I know he's finishing the cabin, but but they 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 probably he would have been invited if he was in town. I bet. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I was actually laughing because I was telling them how I saw Luke's Instagram story where he was like. He was like, just finished the plumbing. It's been a long day. He's like doing plumbing and like a random like. And then he always like grills a hot dog at the end of the night, and the dog's there. It's like it's really it's very cute. It's very Luke. Okay, so one, it's not really Winter House spoiler or anything, but they said just at Winter House he was always like always having like chop wood or like just do something. (laughs) I was Um, like, of course. uh, Okay, and here's something that I don't know if if you can speak on, but. You know, there's been rumors around the internet, and I, I had hinted at this with Lindsay. Is she potentially there? There's supposed to be this modely guy from Winterhouse Southern Charm that's on the cast that supposedly Lindsay is dating. He has like six abs. Uh, was there a man with abs with Lindsay last night? No, there was not. Was there? Was there anybody kissing Lindsay last night? Um, no, Lindsay is. Yeah, she If is. you hang out with her again, will you be like, will you always kind of just say like things like just subtly just be like, abs are so stupid, but just don't even like in no context, just say like abs are so stupid. Am I right? And then just go on to the next thing. I just, yeah. I mean, from, from the impression I got 
is that Lindsay is single and happy about it right now. So yeah, there. I, I, I'm I'm happy about that. that as well. I'm happy to hear about that as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, is 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 there any? And this is the part that I I don't think you probably even spoke to them about, or you know, or I know that you you know, is that was there anything brought up about Hannah? Um. Yes, but it was there was nothing, absolutely nothing surprising. It's like that's what I mean. It's like you you get what you see with that. There's no like, conspiracy. It is what it is. No conspiracy. If anything, like if anything, some information that I got was that someone I guess overheard Des and Hannah before the reunion talking about how Hannah's gonna play victim and cry and like how she was conspiring about you know playing victim at the reunion which is very obviously on brand for Hannah but with this with the rest of the cast it's like no there's no they don't know anything honestly like I was like so like blah 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 like did you hear about this with you know like I'll they like I if anything I was giving them tea about like their cast members like they honestly like didn't (laughs) Robert and Jules from season four went to middle school together or went to, because they're both from Cincinnati, which is my hometown. Yeah. And I was like talking to Lindsay about that. I was like, oh, Robert and Jules. And she was like, oh, they did. I was like, I love how I'm. Well, it is funny. I mean, like, I mean, if you think about the reality of that stuff, like they're, I mean, Hannah probably, Hannah and Paige were probably the two that actually know the most about Summer House because they live online where I think is some of these other you know, it's like, I, yeah. I don't think Carl's sitting there researching everything, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And that's, and, and yeah, the impression that I absolutely got also was that you, so Hannah is no longer obviously going to be a part of the cast, but it also seems like there's a division there with, you know, Sierra and Paige too. Like there was just no, not that I got any like tea, but there was Wait, a, a no, division between Sierra and Paige or a division no, between Sierra and Paige cast. and Hannah? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Rest, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but by the way, I think that's something that we took from the reunion. Again, I mean, you not know, surprising. It's again, it's something that's not surprising. But it's like when I was trying to figure out, I was like, so what is like the official cast going to be for season six? And no one knew. They were like, we don't know. You think they tell us anything? Like they literally all had no idea. I was like, hey. so I got when I asked about Paige. You said I think yes, and then I think I'm pretty sure I got like a yes from, you know, at least one of the cast members and then another cast member was like, I have no idea. And then no one, I no one gave me a straight answer about Sierra. So those are my big two question marks, but the rest of them, obviously the ones that were there last night are all coming back. Was there ever a moment where anybody, like maybe Lindsay, like pushed you up against a wall and was like, if you ever fucking tell anybody about this, you're through. No, it's funny because right away, right away when I got there, like we were just chatting and she was like off the record. <laughs> and, I was like, and so everything we said, we were like off the record, but there was nothing juicy. Like anything that I'm saying right now, I just know they're not going to be mad at me for saying like nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. No, I, this has all been, like this has all been very yeah. positive, but also that's what I kind of, I, I was talking about this last week. I think on the podcast is that like, I am thrilled. Like, I don't need, I don't need insane drama to enjoy something. Like I was, I'm fucking excited that you were there and that I got to see it. And I was like, oh my God, that's so exciting. And that does, Summer House is one of those shows that I genuinely do love when they all have a good time. So I was like, that is, you were at like an, a live episode of Summer House. You were at like repertory theater of Summer House. It's so funny because it was just classic, like, you know, Kyle was being Kyle and like, yeah. And, you know, Amanda is such a sweetheart and like she was drunk and like 
we were having like an emotional conversation about like astrology and like it, <laughs> it was just like it was, they were just exactly exactly like and I I said that to their faces too I was like this is why you guys are the best you're just and they were like yeah this it's just us like this is us like I yeah well I I, I have big new I have been, it wasn't just you that had an exciting last couple of days. I was, uh, I was, I was checking my DMS and, um, one Mrs. Ross has reached out to me, your mother. And it was in my, um, you know, that, that DM thing that you have to approve messages. And it said, hi, I'm Sophie's mom. And, uh, and she, and we actually, we both gushed about you for, I think a page. And she's like, Sophie will not want me doing this, but I've just got to say, you know, uh, she, I mean, I mean, by the way, it, it was just, it was very, very nice and cute. And we both, we both did gush about you. And she says, Aww. you have so much, you have so much to offer. She says, and I was oh, like, I, so I agree. I said, I agree. I, I, I said, and I said, I'm sorry about the cursing. I'm sorry <laughs> about, uh, I saw, sorry about your daughter's potty mouth. And I said, sometimes she makes me curse more and I don't, that's never, but I thought you would be, um, you know, she was actually very, very awesome and sweet. Are you watching Mare of Easttown on HBO? Yes. Okay. So I do, I don't, so we, I don't know. It hasn't aired. It's airing in a couple hours and I'm very excited to watch. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, Holy shit. Oh my God. I'm sorry, mom. I have, but I do, I love Kate Winslet's accent. I love everything about it, but it is funny. Did you watch The Undoing on HBO? Okay. I know I need to. I haven't yet, but it's literally next on my list. It's my the PC- Ryan, my TV, I haven't had a TV. Like, yeah, well, yes. don't oh, I mean, at this rate, you never are going to. Wait, did you order the new TV to make up for the old TV that you just bought that you're going to Lindsay? The new TV is the one that was supposed to be my, like, TV because my other one. Yeah, worked. but so I'm saying, did you order? No, I haven't new... even taken it out of the box. No, 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 I... I know, but I figured you might get a new one in the meantime because Lindsay's oh, going to take no, that other one. because I was waiting to sell it, and I just. You, wait, 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 is, is it open yet? Is the box open? No, I'm so I was like, you could put a post-it on the TV, like the screen that says, like Ryan says, hi. Like, could you just like put a little post-it on the TV? No, oh, I'm not. I'm not going to out. Um, okay. So uh, Mayor of Easttown, it's <laughs> six episodes. The seventh is tonight. But I do think there is something funny that I, I think this is one of the most positive things about social media is that I love when people discover a show and we all like the same show, but it is funny because it always tends to be around these high prestige murder mystery small shows. Town, small town yeah. detectives. Well, but but you'll see on The Undoing, it's like New York, upper crust, but it's still like a murder that we all are trying to like solve together. But it's always like, we're the nicest to each other, I notice, when we're trying to solve a murder together, that it's not even like we have no, we have no skin in the game except that this is something we've spent six hours of our lives watching. But I've had some of the best conversations or just theorizing about who. I mean, by the way, I yeah. think it's fairly obvious who did it. John but, Ross. Well, I don't even know their name, but it's the husband of the the uh, the guy that Lori's, cheated uh, on Lori's his husband. Yeah, yeah, Lori. that because then like because okay, it was supposed yes. to the That's brother. Yeah, that's what I've absolutely been thinking also is that it was John Ross. But I will say that Stephen King tweeted his theory. He didn't tweet Wait, like a full theory. I saw that. What was his theory? I, didn't, I just that saw that he was Ryan, going to tweet. That Ryan, the son, Lori and John's son did it. Oh, and that but he's would so explain, tiny. 
But listen, that would explain the ricochet clue because it was a little boy. So that's, so that really made me, I was like of Stephen King. And then I was, I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe as a point, because I think right now it's becoming obvious that it's a red herring, the Billy thing. See, that's, (laughs) these shows do so many red herrings now. I know, but they revealed the Billy thing in episode too soon for it to be Billy. It's obviously not Billy. It, so then obviously the next logical thing is that it's John, because we watched, you know, them go to the lake house and John is the gun and, and then when, so I'm like, of course, for a week, we're all going to be like, okay, we, we really like solved it. It's John. And then yeah. the and it won't be surprising. So I was like, the Ryan thing actually would be shocking. And then it would make the ricochet clue because we still haven't gotten, there's still no good reason for there to be like, for that to have been a thing was the, the ricochet. Yeah. Clue. I want it to be mayor. I want it to be, I want, no, I mean, that'd be fascinating if Mare's investigating something she already knows she did. No, but it is funny. This isn't Shutter Island. (laughs) I want it, but but (laughs) the undoing, I will say though, this is why I love these shows too, is that our imaginations will always be better than anything this show, like, so now we are theorizing so deeply. And I remember with the undoing, you guys, I know a lot of people felt the same way. Don't spoil, don't spoil. I'm not, I'm not saying it, but what I am saying, it was disappointing and I was like, oh, okay. And it's like they had spent so many episodes red herring this thing. And like with Mayor, you have Guy Pierce, who is a very well-known actor. He's the boyfriend, kind of the boyfriend of Kate Winslet, a writer. And he's a huge, I think, red herring, even though people are like, no, he did it. But because you don't, you're like, well, why is that successful of an actor just taking a boyfriend role? But you, he's getting paid to take the boyfriend role. He's getting paid to be a red herring. Why are you yeah. Face? yeah, that's what I would, I, cause it is confusing when you think about his role and that's his role is what confuses me the most. Like what, what is the point of this like boyfriend love interest? Because she really doesn't. It's just I, to throw us off, which is so disturbing yeah. to think of act, like to think of a production now is that they're, it's like part of their art, part of their putting this together is trying to confuse us. It's not really even about this because Kate Winslet, by the way, like, I, my buddy uh, was a stand-in for uh, two months on The Holiday, that movie, The Holiday. And he got to be really good friends with Kate Winslet. And she, I gotta, I gotta, she wrote him a handwritten note. And I gotta get this note or, or read it because it was I so beautiful her. about what an actor is, of tips to be an actor. And it said what she does every night of like, you make sure that you are memorized backwards and forwards, and then you can throw it away. And it was the kindest, most cool note that you could give an actor, like a kid who we were in our twenties at the time. And it, 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 by the way, it probably kept him in acting another 10 years when he probably would have dipped out earlier, but it was the coolest thing. And, and he, I remember him even saying like, cause I love eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. And I mean, Alleged, alleged and Titanic is my favorite movie of all time. Of course, I mean, uh, yeah, allegedly, Kate said Jim Carrey was very difficult to work with on Eternal Sunshine. He was very artistic, that. which I could see. But Kate Winslet, He's very like, artistic. You could see Kate, the work Kate Winslet puts into to Mare, just the accent alone. It is just so good. And to even take that part for a seven episode, I really love where TV is going and what kind of talent it's bringing. I I just can't say enough when I love these reality shows backwards and forwards, but I do love to spice it up now sometimes with a, uh, uh, you know, uh, an actual written fiction story. 
I know. Like, I love a good, like, prestige murder show. Yeah. That's what I, if it's like, you know, it has to be a good, like, plot. If it's just prestige to be, like, prestige and, like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not into all of, like, the Game of Thrones. Like, I'm, I'm really just, I've never been into all. But every time I say I'm not into something, it usually turns out to be, I just didn't give it a chance. No, I've given Game of Thrones a chance many times. Let the record show. I love Lord of the Rings. You know how I feel about like CGI creatures. (laughs) You wait, by the way, I forget. You do. You love Kong and you love uh, ape stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love CGI creatures and shit like that. I just, I could not get on board with Game of Thrones. There are just so many freaking characters. Like, I'm like, how do you keep them? all straight and like there's just like so much like unnecessary like like i'm not even like a prude but like just rape see like stuff like that yeah yeah yeah. why is is, this not written in it's like not it serves no purpose i just it is funny though even with mayor like i don't know like i know i don't want to offend i'm sorry i don't want to offend team game of thrones no 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 i'm i i i'm fine like i i i these like i only know mayor's name because it's in the title I'm like, yeah. oh, mayor, that's mayor of Easttown. But other than that, I always be like, oh, it's the, the brother guy. Or the, I don't even bother to know, like, oh, it's the boyfriend guy. It's funny because like, you're the opposite of, like, my best friend. My best friend will remember the name of, like, the most insignificant character, like, side character on any show. It could be even, like, Vanderpump Rules. Like, one of the most insignificant, like, servers that, like, is barely on the show. Like, she remembers every single name. And I'm just like, how do you, like, I'm kind of more similar to you where I, like, really do not remember anyone's names but I've been reading so many theories online which is how I've been like memorizing like John Ross versus Billy there's a difference how I feel I'll remember how I feel watching something rather than the names and all that stuff I remember like remember what they said or what their names are but no I remember what they say I remember I will I can remember what they and by the way I mean I can memorize huge things pretty quickly because I've been an actor most of my life. So that part, but it's just the, the names for summers in it, even on the podcast, I'll have a, all in my head, like on last, yours is easy, Ross. Yeah. But even if I, if I thought about it hard, like if I would trick, I would start saying Roos or I, I just screw up. last name was Rosenblatt. Really? Who yeah. changed it? My great grandpa, who was one of the first Jews in the Naval Academy and everyone was very anti-Semitic back then. So he was That's like, I just amazing. don't want my ancestors or my descendants to have to go through, you know, anti-Semitism because of having the last name Rosenblatt. So he changed it to Ross. Which That's so anything. cool. And which I'm actually, it's, it's sad to say, but I'm actually very thankful that my last name is Ross, not Rosenblatt, because there's always, you know, you worry about inherent biases when you like apply to jobs and, it's a scary world that we live in, but yeah, that's the story of my last name. And I'm very happy that it's a simple, you know, could yeah, be. Yeah. Well, Ross. I mean, it is a kind of a perfect name. Sophie Ross, you know, it's like a, oh like, God, it's like simple. Um, Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 
$30 performance polos and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Guys, I am pleased to announce that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Um, If you listen to this podcast, you know that I take mental health very seriously. It's something I realize that I have to work at on a daily basis. Now, that might be uh, going out and exercising. Uh, It might be starting your own podcast so you can talk out loud. Or it might be seeing industry professionals. And that's what BetterHelp does. BetterHelp will assess your needs and they're going to match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. No, it's not a crisis line. It's not that. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling done securely online. Um, Now, I have visited many therapists over the years and I have never tried one online until BetterHelp. And I have to tell you, It's amazing. I wish I had known about this years ago. Now, there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. In fact, during uh, this past year, it has been so impossible to see somebody in person. Um, But their service, BetterHelp, is available for clients worldwide. You can log in to your account anytime. You can send a message to your counselor and you will get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions if you don't want somebody seeing your face. If you're a little tired of the Zoom, you can even just do phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. You guys, I when I used to have a job, I would leave my job for my break 
rush over to my therapist, sit in the waiting room, <laughs> wait for my turn, go there, and then have to fight LA traffic all the way back to work. I don't have to do that any longer with BetterHelp. So BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. And I love this part. Uh, I love this part. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is even available. So BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash so bad. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Guys, I'm telling you, I do this. This means something to me. I know it could mean something to you. Please give it a shot. So, in fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So, that means you can get somebody at a moment's notice. That is so important. Our mental health is so important. And this is just, this is a great part. Special offer for So Bad It's Good listeners. You guys can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash so bad. That's betterhelp.com forward slash S-O-B-A-D. The one last thing I'll say is just go visit the website. Just do that one small step. I'm telling you, you're going to like what you see. And I think you'll take the next step to join. Uh, Speaking of TV, did you have any relationship with the show Friends? No, not at all. Don't understand the hype. I've watched it. I have, you know, tried to get really attached to the characters like everyone else seems to be. Wait, 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 wait. How do you try to get attached to a character? You know, I've tried to just, like, I don't know. I've tried to really appreciate the humor and, you know, like, oh, the friends. But, like, I I think it's generational. I have never, ever, like, just, I don't know. I've never gotten into it as hard as I've tried. So you didn't watch the Friends reunion that just came out on HBO Max. I got to tell you, I want to, like, hats off to HBO Max. You guys are now turning into my favorite streaming service. And that's like Netflix has everything, but HBO, but anyway, I watched the friends reunion twice, not because I loved it, but because it hit me so weird the first time I watched it. And I was trying to understand why it hit me so weird. And I've watched every episode. Uh, I think the Matthew Perry of it all. I, well, first off, we're watching something. We're watching the only, I think sometimes we see our lives through pop culture. So the only way we realize we're getting older is through our pop culture, you know? So when you see somebody, you know, that 20 years ago did this thing or 10, they did this for 10 seasons, 20 years ago, and you see them all now and how they've aged and, and who uh, decided to go hard on plastic surgery and who didn't. And, and you, so you're seeing your own life kind of go, cause I'll remember, yeah. I'll remember when I saw Ross and Rachel kiss for the first time. I remember, you know, it's like you do these, like I remember like the end of Seinfeld or the end of the Sopranos TV has always meant a lot to me and coming from, I know friends now gets a lot of shit on. And by the way, I hate that Jax Taylor like literally jizzes over anything. Friends. I always make fun of that. But what I will say coming from an acting standpoint, what I would love for people to kind of pay a little more attention to, or, or kind of maybe understand a little bit more those you know, six got those six people or five or whatever, they each brought something very unique. And it's one of the, it's a, it's a multi-camera sitcom, you guys, which means three cameras. There was a, an audience, a live audience 
which now single cam sitcom is the way to go, whether it be The Office or something. It's one of the last sitcoms that has a laugh track. And what each one of those, it's an art form, the, th- the three camera sitcoms, but each one of those people could make a shitty line funny in some way. And you've seen so much stuff inspired by that now that when you watch the original, you're like, you've seen things improve sometimes on that or people stealing. But what Lisa Kudrow can do is like in, insane. Like what she can make funny, nobody else can do. And I do think now looking looking back on it, you're just like, holy fuck, this is just white people. Or holy fuck, this is just, you know. So I do get bummed out about that. But when I was a kid, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking oh my God, these people are so funny. I want to be funny like them, you know? And it, it also like the, the Seinfeld house. Oh my God. Well, by the way, Seinfeld also genius, but in a different way, you know, that was not that, that was, that was actual. That's how really, that's how I think that's how you, most humans think. And there's like a, a, a slight meanness to Seinfeld that friends didn't have. No, no, it's true. No, you know? no. I'm just laughing, thinking about Seinfeld. <laughs> No, it's just so, I mean, like Seinfeld is a show that still holds up where Mm -hmm. friends can sometimes be, you know, it doesn't hold, but I don't know. So why it stood out to me and why, you know, you're seeing a lot of articles is Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry has struggled with drug addiction for a long time. And there were, you know, he says three seasons of the show that he doesn't even remember because he got hooked on Vicodin and uh, alcohol and stuff like this. And he's been in multiple rehabs, but he just, and I, I know he said at one point he was taking 90 Vicodins a day. And I mean, I've never fortunately knock on wood been addicted to opiates um, or, 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 you know, but I, I saw him and, and we, the audience also will, will fill in blanks, you know, like if we see something like that, we automatically, or my mind automatically goes to, Oh my God, he had drug addiction issues. Is he, is he addicted right now? Is he, cause they were also paid $5 million each to show up to that thing. $5 million, $5 million just to show up to that thing. $5 million each, just to show just up. To show up. And they didn't, guys, they just had to dress up and you could tell they got paid too, because they were all like pretty happy about it. And like, you know, but like my thought is, and Matthew Perry got his teeth bleached for it. It looked like, and, but he still oh, seemed God. out of it. And he looked I, like Dan Ross. Yeah. But like Matthew Perry also, I got to say, like, I remember like uh, that I thought of myself as a Chandler. I was like, Oh, I, I want to be the guy that says stupid things and funny, you know, and I don't know. So it was kind of painful to watch because I kept putting, filling in these blanks that might not be true, but it was like, I just hope that he's okay. And so I watched it again to see if I could pick up anything else, um, you know, except that I was just like, okay, this is interesting. The only, the only other piece of information I want to point out to everybody is that James Corden hosted it. I'm not a James Corden fan. I think he's overused and his accent does oh, a lot of the heavy lifting get me started was accent but i want to point out though this is funny a lot of people forgot this because this deal was made with the friends reunion before the pandemic happened and guess who the original host was um army hammer <laughs> it, it was army no it was it was ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres was the original host for the Friends reunion. And I don't know why, but somewhere along the way, she got dropped as a host and James Corden, which by the way, if you're trying like James Corden, I hear asshole rumors about too. You don't go to them, the guy asshole. You go to somebody completely different like Army Hammer. Uh, you know? I know. 
I'm like so sick of James Corden. Like, get him away from me. He shows up at an opening of a hat, you know, like it's just like, yeah. or, or, uh, well, an opening of an envelope. I'm sorry. Speaking of going to opening of envelopes, I need your opinion. Machine Gun Kelly and uh, and his betrothed is his, uh, his lady love Megan Fox. What are your I'm, thoughts? I'm exhausted by them. I'm just, I'm true. It was like fun at first, but now it's like, I'm just getting the impression that they're extremely thirsty. And that's just like, I don't like my celebrities like that. That's not what I'm into. I'm not into the ones that are really into the photo ops and call paparazzi on themselves. And like, like, I just don't like that. It's just not what I'm into. And it's, it's for me, it's like, just let your work speak for itself. What is, I don't know what Megan Fox is doing these days besides dating Machine Gun Kelly. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> well, I think, I mean, I did see her LinkedIn and it says dating Machine Gun Kelly. I mean, well, and by the way, I say I love Jennifer's body. I'm not a fan of the Transformers movies. She is obviously a uniquely beautiful person. Um, but I will say I can't name more than one Machine Gun Kelly song, even though I've listened to his album. To me, Machine Gun Kelly is commercial punk. It's like, it's like, it's punk with like, uh, punk and with an advertising like budget. What's that? rap sometimes It's too. like rap, but it's like, he does this like lilt that you hear in pop song, punk songs a lot, but it's like punk songs with an advertising budget. So what I thought was kind of cool and fun at first of like, Oh, what a, you know, what a punk rock couple. Now I'm really realizing is like a very staged couple because yeah. they were at two award shows last week. First, he came with a black tongue in one and posed for every photo known to man. And then this past week he did a, uh, one where he had very long nails. Oh, the salad fingers nails, the salad finger, the Edward stupid hands. And oh my God. I, it, but then I realized like, Oh my God, he, they're courting this. This isn't just, they're courting this attention. Exactly. And somebody on Twitter said, somebody on Twitter pointed this out. They were like, well, they want, they think they're Pam and Tommy Lee, which I was around for that Pam and Tommy Lee stuff. But the difference between Pam and Tommy Lee is that they genuinely were just horny and they showed up to things sometimes. They weren't trying to show up to things. Right. They weren't trying. And that was also before the time of like, you know, like I feel like they weren't, calling paparazzi or like planting you know stories back then like they didn't they were just being genuinely like fun horny. hot celebrities horny celebrities i feel like megan fox machine gun kelly doesn't like feel authentic and also with the long nails it's like hello like what do you i don't understand how that works for for but, I, but also i don't think he's coming up with these ideas so it means a stylist is presenting like hey machine like hey mr kelly no please call me machine gun what if we made your tongue black what if we made and then you stick out your tongue and i think that i gotta tell you this is when celebrities need to quit while they're at head i think the black tongue really turned off a lot of people and i saw people wake up on twitter where they were like wait a second this is this is stupid I know it's that's I feel like it's becoming a little bit too much where if they like toned it down like it would still there would still be some novelty to it but they went too hard too fast and now it's just oversaturated we're just over it like I'm well, but I it's making you, like you said though you start to then question of like wait a sec 
why do I look like Megan Fox? Like, wait, what, what has she really done? Oh, she's just dating a dude. Like, yeah. okay, but is she doing anything else? Like, it, is there anything else her, happening? This relationship, I mean, it 1000% gave her a little like career renaissance because oh, I definitely. feel like no one was talking about her like a couple years ago or as recently as like last year. So, I mean, people were talking about her and Brian Austin Green, but like in the tabloids, it was like, they split again or they get back together or their kids or whatever it is. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I haven't really heard about her work in a while. Her and now au- 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 revoir. What? What is it? What is that word? Au revoir? Her revoir? Au- her au- revoir? Her, yeah. What, no, it's like O-U-E-R-V-E. Her oeuvre. That means, isn't that goodbye? Oeuvre? I thought oeuvre was like oh, a... Oh, oh, wait. Is it oeuvre? <laughs> By the, the way, guys, I love when you guys can hear me and Sophie actually learn on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, and I'm not the person you should ask about pronouncing things. Oh, yeah. I there's somebody Oh, no, okay, okay, wait, wait. Oeuvre it means the works of a painter, composer, or author regarded collectively. So a work of art, music, or literature. So, yeah, I Megan Fox's oeuvre. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what word I would usually say for that. You said au revoir at first, which means goodbye. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't pronounce things, you guys. The older I get, the more I get into my I really Kansas can't. lilt. Hello, um, Yosemite? What's that? Yosemite oh, National. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I do want to ask you about, you would... I mentioned this on the podcast on Friday and I had, cause I had watched keeping up with the Kardashians this week. And as I do every week and you, you tweeted this and I thought it was just fascinating. And I had followed the sale of Kylie uh, cosmetics to Cody uh, yeah. a while back. And I think, I believe Cody also did the deal with KKW. Um, yeah, but sure. you, you made this really kind of a, a point of, that, that this is not like Kylie Cosmetics at this point is really not there to stay. It's a different kind of branding than somebody like Rihanna with Fenty, where it's kind of, you know, you're paying for class, you're paying for somebody that's constantly reinventing and really putting time into their makeup and cosmetics. Whereas Kylie might have just been a fad. Can you speak a little bit more to that? Well, that's the thing. It's like, I, and I tweeted this, I think that, and I thought this all along that you know, slapping a face on a shitty product will never be sustainable, no matter, you know, how famous the person is. And if a product isn't good, yes, there's going to be a lot of hype. Like that's why, you know, when it first launched, everyone was like, got to get our hands on the Kylie cosmetics, like new launch or the new lip kit or whatever it is. Let's sell it out in less than 30 minutes. Yeah. But if the product isn't good, then people aren't going to come back and keep buying it. So like, there's no longevity there and makeup. I feel like for, and I can speak like, you know, as a makeup wearing woman that makeup and beauty and skin podcast exclusive. She just came out as a makeup. Yeah. Makeup wearing woman, but it's a very like personal, like, you know, people who wear makeup, they want what they want, what they like, you know, it's not like, you know, clothes where, you know, you can have some, you know, I don't know. I feel like with makeup, it's very important because, you know, you're putting it on your face. Like people are just very picky about what they put on their face. And it's just a very personal like thing. And that's why, you know, above all else, like more than, you know, fast fashion or more than other things with, cosmetics and beauty like quality is so important like you can't just like think that you can you know succeed in the beauty industry with a shitty product because there's so many products out there that women would rather put on their faces 
And I said this, that Rihanna just like, she clearly cares about quality. I have a few Fenty things and it's very obvious. Everyone who wears her products and loves her products, like, you know, come back and again and again because of the quality. Like I've never heard any like Kylie Cosmetics stands or anyone who, you know, in the beauty industry who really takes Kylie Cosmetics seriously. And people in the beauty industry take Fenty seriously as if it's any other makeup brand. Um, it's just Kylie Cosmetics has never been about quality. It's always just been about, you know, Kylie Jenner's face. I mean, if you were, if you could predict something, where do, where do we go from here? Like, where does that company go from here? You know? Well, I mean, and I said this also on Twitter that the website's been down for oh, yeah. two months and they've That's been quote, unquote, rebranding, but I also read in like a gossip blog somewhere that it might be because they're in a dispute with, I guess, their old manufacturer who it's some sort of like dispute with the manufacturer that used, it's like a licensing. I don't even know exactly the details of it, but I was reading that it might be bigger than a whole rebranding thing. Like there might actually be something like- Distribution issues? I I don't know, but either way, the website's been down for like two months and they have nothing on their Instagram and it's- Wait, are they, so are they not selling product at all or are they just not selling product up their website? Um, I don't think that they're manufacturing or selling any products right now. So that's wild. And I wonder, I, I wonder Cody to put that much money towards something. And, you know, we made Cody, we made Kylie a billionaire or close to a billionaire. And it is funny because with the Kylie, it's like, I, you know, she's so young, like, where do you go from here? And I thought, I mean, it is, it is going to be fascinating in the sense of, I think she thinks or thought that she, this would be forever. So I'm curious what her thoughts are. I think what, what just comes to mind when I think about it is just that, you know, as someone who is not someone that was born in like, you know, a famous family or, you know, super rich parents, my parents. Mrs. Ross, I don't believe that. I think you are famous, Mrs. Ross. I, my parents are random Midwestern people, you know, like everything that I've learned is about like, hard work, you have to really want something. And I'll, you know, call my parents and be like, Oh my God, I'm so stressed out. I have so much to do. You know, I have a full-time job and I'm also a freelance writer. And my dad is always like, you have to want it. And I just don't think that Kylie wants it when it comes to like her, her beauty brand. I think that it was a way for her to make money. It was a vanity project. She would rather just make money by not doing any, by taking Instagram photos. Like they're actually- That's why I think Rihanna will be a, le- Rihanna will always be a legend. Whereas I think Kylie will always be known, but I don't know if she'll be ever icon status. Oh yeah. Well, Rihanna also is an example of someone that literally came from like pretty much nothing. Like she Barbados, not yeah. came from Calabasas, from a rich family in Calabasas, like- I think that it's it's obviously more impressive that Rihanna got to where she is today than Kylie Jenner. It's like no question, but I feel like, yeah, in the beauty industry, Rihanna has, you know, she was probably one, one of the first, if not the first to have like as many shade ranges of like foundation. Um, and then Kylie kind of like followed suit after that. Like Rihanna has always been about like innovation and like making products for her customers and her fans. And again, for Kylie, it's always been just about Kylie vanity project. Let's, you know, try to sell as much as we can without really giving a shit about she was making walnut skincare, like with, um, like apricot scrub walnut, um, exfoliator in her skincare line. And that's like been debunked as something that is like terrible for your skin. Like no one who's in the skincare (laughs) uses that stuff. 
And yeah, it's just like, it's just make money at all costs. Who cares about the skin barrier of my fans? You know, like she just, Rihanna actually wants her fans to have a good product. Kylie just wants to make money. Now, do you think Kim, like, I feel like Kim takes skims very seriously, way more seriously than Kyle, Kylie. Oh, well, Kim, I think actually is a very serious businesswoman because Kim, again, she has more life experience and more experience being a someone, you know, she, she came from privilege also, you know, her, I actually was watching a TikTok about like Kim's life in the nineties with all of like the old photos and they lived in a mansion, you know, Robert Kardashian was very well off. Kim did not have, you know, a, a blue collar upbringing by any means, but you know, Kim, you can tell is very passionate about her businesses and about skims and I would presume about KKW beauty, even though, again, I don't know a lot of people that buy any Kardashian makeup. Um, but yeah, skims I've heard good things about, like, I think that Kim actually does take it seriously because she, you know, actually knows what it's like to be, to work for someone, you know, yeah. like she has had to have a re- real job before that's, I guess, probably the most simple way to put it. Now this past week's Kardashian was chock full of things, but it also included the private island video uh, uh, visit during COVID, and it also showed where Kanye uh, sent the Robert Kardashian hologram. We got to see Kim's first, which was truly bizarre to see these moments that had already popped up in social media, and then to see on the show, and like you know, there was like fifteen people sitting in this like kind of weird room uh, watching it. Kanye wasn't there, uh, and they just showed you know. 40 seconds of it. And it was, I just want to point out what a bizarre pop culture moment. And, and when somebody gets so rich that we're, I mean, and by the way, if, if the technology existed, Kanye would have brought Robert Kardashian back to life. And I feel like if 40 years from now, that technology might exist. And like, it gets scary where Kanye, you know, is like, I brought your dad back to life. Enjoy, you know? I thought it was really like, I know everyone made fun of it and said it was creepy. I thought it was clearly something that they really appreciated and was very, you know, heartfelt. And Kim thought it was very sweet. And I, again, I don't watch, um, K U W T K. But, um, from everything I saw, you know, they obviously got very emotional and it's like that, you know, I thought was, it was weird. It would have been weird for some people, but I think for, you know, who the gift was intended for, it was a good gift. No, I mean, I actually, I recapped on Friday and I said the exact same thing. I said, as horrifying as it might be to me initially, when I got to see it and in the context that I saw it, that it actually did help her try to push on with being a lawyer and stuff, you know, rich people and especially celebrities and especially Kardashians and West, they do gifts in a different sort of way. So this is par for course, but it is still the only thing that I thought was cheesy and the show didn't show this was that Kanye did write the script. And there were two times where he had hologram Robert Kardashian praising Kanye West. He was saying, and Kim, Kanye West, you have chosen such an amazing man. He is brilliant, a genius, if you will. And I think that is hysterical in such a way that I was like, I wanted to know if it was real or if Kanye was like a wink and a nudge. Like I'm, 
you know, I'm like joking. if I exactly like if it was one of us who gave that gift, like it would clearly be a joke. But it's like Kanye. Takes it could go that. either way. It could go either way. I mean, I uh, I was I'm reading Seth Rogen's book right now, and uh, he has a great story about Kanye bumping into him, and then Kanye ended up wrapping his entire new album before it was released in a van for him and his wife, and he was like, it was one of the most bizarre, cool experiences I've ever had. Kanye just does weird shit. Yeah. Um, but I do want to say, uh, did you see the rumor about Kanye potentially dating? Uh, is, is it Arena Shurik, Bradley Cooper's I, I, I ex? Irina Shake. I mean, a gorgeous supermodel. Yeah, so that's but, Bradley Cooper's ex. Yeah. But you know what my theory is? And I really haven't, like, I, I haven't really thought about it. It just didn't seem real to me. Um, I mean, there, there are rumors that she was Bradley Cooper's beard. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, but but see, I feel like if you're a celebrity worth your salt, you're going to have gay rumors out there about you. Oh, like every, I mean, but and now what I love, this is the progression. This is why I know we're headed in the right direction. We, we're get, we get gay rumors about females now too. It used to be just dudes. And now we're like, oh, she's, she's a lesbian secretly. Like, I like that it's equal opportunity now. I know, but unfortunately for men, there's more stigma around, you know, like if you get outed, or, yes. you know, like that will affect if you're like a leading man and if you're trying to get the hot Hollywood hunk roles and it comes out, you know, that you're gay, like that will unfortunately affect, you know, who casts you. And if people will think that you will resonate with middle America or whatever it is, whereas if you're a lesbian, like, you know, they're probably like those, those <laughs> blue lives matter people that are like, that's hot. Like, you know, like there's yeah. just unfortunately yeah, baby. It's tougher for, and you know, there are tons of Hollywood men. And I retweeted something like this the other day from one of my favorite, like, um, just gay influencers to follow. And he was like, there are so many celebrities that you couldn't even imagine that are in the closet. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, it is. What well, it think is. About it, but I will say I do. I mean, and this, I, as a straight dude, I know it doesn't mean a hill of beans for me, but I do see like it changing in small ways, which I think is great. And you even see things like, uh, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about Joshua Bassett from high school musical, you know, and, and, yeah. uh, the Olivia Rodrigo stuff is that, you know, if kids are feeling comfortable to be their true selves earlier in life, that I think sets a real good example for other kids and other things yeah, like that. And hopefully it does switch fun. around. But so with the Kanye, I heard, I've heard gay rumors about him for years and years right. as well. Yeah. But, and Bradley Cooper, it's like, I, I'm not like outing anyone because these are just rumors that everyone has read. Hey, by the way, I'm, uh, I, I was obsessed with that movie, A Star Is Born. And, okay. uh, Tell me did, something, girl. Oh my god, we should do a duet one time on here and just oh really it's the only song I can do karaoke well. But I was what would you do if it was it was like, hey Sophie, can I take another look at you? Wait, I just wanted to take another look. I just wanted to take another look at you. Wait, my favorite song on that album, always remember us this way. Yes. Oh when my god. The sun goes the, down. <laughs> yes, and, I and won't play. <laughs> uh, the people that have been like OGs with it, I used to be I, I saw that movie by myself. I cried and then I listened to well, but I listened to the soundtrack before I saw the movie. And those mother effers with the soundtrack, I didn't know what the plot was. So I didn't really like, and the soundtrack gives away that the guy you dies. Hate it. Yeah. Well, wait, what, what do you mean I'm an idiot? I didn't know what the well, movie was. I, for yourself. Well, yeah, but I could, well, then don't put the soundtrack out before the movie comes out. 
They literally have the but speech the song, of like her speaking at his funeral. Okay, but the songs, I didn't get into the soundtrack until I saw the movie because then when you listen to the songs, you think of all, it's like a music video in your head kind of where you think of all, like it just makes it so much better. I wish Bradley Cooper was on Cameo and you could make him, I mean, he's not a he's not a dancing monkey, but I wish I, if I ever saw Bradley, I'd be like, could you do it? Could you We're do the Jackson main voice? Could yeah. you do the Jackson main voice? Because I thought, I guys, I was so, I was so guy crushing on Bradley Cooper. His beard, was perfect his his yeah. whole attitude his Arizona spray tan oh I love when he when he when he chops up the opioid with his boot he smashes it and like I'm like yes Bradley yes I know all of like the random random songs from that album too like I well, even love- like when she becomes a pop star and hey, uh <laughs> Uh, Alec Baldwin's in there when she's like on SNL. She's like, once again. <laughs> oh yeah, once again, Ali. <laughs> I- <laughs> Wait, I'm looking at the album right now. I love like the also just the Bradley Cooper like Jackson Maine songs. Like I I would have got I, okay, in my and I blame the pandemic for this. I believe the pandemic kept us from a Hollywood Bowl. Star is Born Night, where Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, because Lady Gaga was doing her Vegas residency, and right around Oscar time, Bradley came out and sang with her at the Vegas residency, and I will always remember the Oscars that year where they did that, and they were so close on the piano together, and it was so cool because Bradley just stepped out of his seat and went on stage and did that. It was very high school musical theater, which I love, because I was yeah. a high school Yeah, you're theater. right. That was a great... That was the it last was, of the Oscars. It was chilling. Time. It was chilling, yeah, and we all... I, I love that. So a shout out to A Star Is Born. They had great chemistry, but I still man- maintain they never hooked up. I think it was strictly perfect. Oh, totally. I, I agree with But do you yeah. ever, well, that speaking of that was the Friends reunion. They said Ross and Rachel, David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston were crushing on each other, but they never hooked up. First time they kissed was on uh, Friends. But it is interesting. I saw, did you ever watch the table read or like the, there's certain scenes of the table read of A Star Is Born is online. And oh no, but I want to now. Lady Gaga like was like, Rah! and like sang and everybody was like, and Brad, and Brad, yes, that's it. And, and Bradley was like, everybody in the room was like clapping at the table read. And Bradley was like, see, I mean, that's, that's what, that's why we chose her. That's why we chose her. Wait, and I love whenever they tell the story, they're like, you know, we're just yeah. two Italians and, you know, I she, I went to her house and she made me pasta and, you know, there could be a hundred people in a yes. room. But if you can have, and she said that story again and again, and somebody did a super cut of that. Yeah. But, uh, Ryan, put that super cut in here if you can find it. And it, uh, it was so, yeah, I, I was just, I was in love with that voice though. Like I tried to go around doing that voice just for, I'd be like, hey. Yeah, take a little look at you. You know, like it was just, hey. Yeah, and then when he gets all drunk, he's like, you're a fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Did you win? Hey, did we win, Ellie? No, but that was something that me, when that movie came out, like me and my coworkers all the time at work would be like, I just want to take another look at you. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, um, I, I always do a, a meme about that, that, that meme format, but also if I ever win an award, which I don't know, maybe a podcast award, I will piss myself on stage in homage to Jackson Maine. Remember when he pees himself at the award show? Do I? I just, okay. Brian, I just don't want that fate for you because as I'm watching that, I think about how I would literally like, like, I don't even know. Like I would, I would just, there would be no point anymore. Like, <laughs> I just don't want- 
Uh, Sophie, <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, I, like, I like to thank Sophie Ross for always being. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, J Lo, what do we think? Also, I want to shout out or shout out to all the people that don't have a sense of humor online. I posted a photo with Mark Anthony and her, and I was like, oh, it's the summer of ex-boyfriends. And I'm still, four days later, getting like people going, They're, they have kids together. This should be, a, we should approve of this. They're and I'm like, co-parenting. They're co- this is, this is to be applauded. I'm like, you dorks, I'm not not applauding. And also, do you see my other, like, it's always people that don't follow me. I'm like, do you see this account? This is not a primary source of anybody's information. Like, why would you, like, I'm getting multiple people going this, uh, and they're just so flustered. I'm like, you want to die on the JLo Mark Anthony Hill? Like this means something to you? Like this means something to them that would they need to, like, if I disagree with somebody online, I usually just keep it moving. And I, I, I just, I, I'm still getting comments and I like, that's what I don't get. I say this all the time too. I'm like, I just don't understand the people that go out of their way. It's like, if you see something, you, you know, like just the people that have to comment and take things so seriously and start fights in the comment section. It's like, do you have nothing better to do? Just like scroll past if you don't like it. Well, also, I mean, I just think I always take into the, take into account the account I'm looking at. Like you can tell pretty quickly if it's a like somebody trying to be funny or so. And by yeah. the way, I, I wildly will miss on trying to be funny a lot of the times, but you can tell that's usually it's try to like do a ha ha funny thing. And, uh, you know, Sophie, like, that's what I love about Sophie's Twitter is that she's funny, but you also learn things from it. You know, like I can, I, I learn both, but, um, I do think that's funny, but I do want to point out. So JLo, once again, having an insane week where now Puff Daddy, P Diddy or whatever we call him now, he jumped in the mix and he posted a TBT, a throwback Thursday of him and JLo when they were a couple. Cause I don't know if you guys remember, they were a couple, but like, damn Diddy, like, I mean, and then, and then I was just thinking about like, if the Ben Affleck thing is real at all, then he's like, is he going to have to have words with Diddy of like, that's my woman. And are they going to have fights in comment section? What do you think is happening where everything, is this a high fidelity thing where JLo is like talking to all of her exes, trying to find out the future of what can make her a better person in a relationship? I just think that JLo, JLo, I don't know. I just said, (laughs) call me JLo. I think JLo needs to realize that she doesn't need to do this. Like she doesn't need. I mean, at all. Like it's just the PR thing and the constant, like, you know, like she always has to have a man. It's like, like she she just doesn't need that. Like, and I also, this is a conversation I was having with Lindsay Hubbard last night too, is that after, you know, we have both been in our fair share of like, you know, just unhappy relationships. And we both were just talking about, you know, how we're single right now. And we were just like, yeah, it's so much better to be single and happy than like, you know, in a relationship with someone you can't stand. And I feel like, or, 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 or in a relate, yeah, like, or in any kind of bad, like, not even can't stand, but just like I remember getting out of my, I mean, I still say this to this, like, getting out of my my marriage is is that sometimes at the end of the night, I'm just so happy to be going to bed by myself and I know I'm not going to bed with somebody that's angry at me that right. I'm, you know, in the bed with, and like, there is something so empowering about that and and no shade to my ex or no, like, it's just that there is that thing of like, who, all I have to worry about is myself. Exactly. Exactly. It's just like, yeah, you have no one else to answer to. You're just like, yeah, going to bed, just 
Yeah, like I just, you know, like I can watch whatever I want. I can, I, and and by the way, it's not, sometimes it's very lonely and it's not glamorous and it's like stupid, but I also have a weighted blanket. So that adds to it. Um, but yeah, also like when you're in a relationship with someone that's not right for you, you constantly like, you're like, well, what's next? Like, what is, is this all there is? Like, is yeah. this like, like second- when, you're, when you're kind of alone and you're like, you know, you're happy and you're in a good place and you're happy with yourself, which is most important, obviously, like you are just excited about the possibilities of life, you know, yeah. you don't feel stuck or just like, oh, I just well, it is like- that thing of like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I could do that with this person or that with this person? You start to think about the possibilities as opposed to, I don't want to hang out with that person doing this. Like you start right. to, and I, you know, it is interesting. I mean, do you ever wonder like who the next person you're going to fall in love with looks like? No, I'm not joking. Like, do you ever no, not, I, like, not like, not physically looks like, but like what that's going to be like to, to, because I feel like the older we get, we kind of put these roadblocks up and we kind of like, like who's going to be the person that takes down these roadblocks that I have potentially built up. Well, it's funny. I mean, everyone should be going to therapy. That's what I recommend. Betterhelp.com like, you guys forward slash so bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone, that's, that's like the number one thing because you just have to have that good relationship with yourself. And so for me, it's like, you know, I'm happy with myself. And if someone walks into my life and just happens to fit into my lifestyle and fit into my life and just like, love me for who I am, then great. And if not, then that's fine too. But I'm not going out there and like really pursuing anyone right now, because I'm just kind of living my life and thinking about me and, you know, my I'm busy enough as it is with like my work stuff and just life in general, that like, I'm just having fun. I'm just like, if someone fits into my life and it ends up turning into something more than great, if not, then like, that's okay too. It's the summer, and, of Sophie, summer of Sophie. Uh, summer of Sophie. But like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like all of this JLo stuff is so orchestrated and just like reeks of insecurity. It's starting to feel really orchestrated. And last yeah. Sunday we got, you know, such an amazing, it was like a shot of adrenaline getting that Ben Affleck coming out of an apartment, looking directly at the camera, but also that's what they potentially want us to see. I'm not going to pretend that I don't love seeing paparazzi shots of Ben Affleck and JLo. I do. But then when all this started adding up and then Mark Anthony got in the picture and, and I like, I just want, then I start feeling bad for like Chris Judd, the least successful of Jennifer Lopez's he was a background dancer and I'm just like poor Chris Judd like he's probably waiting by the phone he's like is JLo going to call and he's not going to get that call and it's like Chris Judd gets forgotten once he's like the Brian Dunkelman of JLo's boyfriends you know is the bonus Jonas (laughs) Um, uh, okay so I don't know if as we start uh, winding down do we want to do the page story yeah I mean I think we should Okay, so Sophie made me aware of this, and I believe it was from an account, uh, Girl Gangs. Um, is that is that the, is that right? The the, the yes. account that um, let me get the the correct. It's like Girl Gangs with a Z, and then the numbers. Uh, I accidentally um, just my phone. I, I accidentally just no, I accidentally just went into a clubhouse room. They always send notifications, and if I hit it, I accidentally oh God, go into the room. That's scary clubhouse. Um, okay, it's girl. Okay, Girl Gangs with a Z773. And she had posted this story. Um, I mean, how do we say that? How do we, how do do you want to? So essentially girl gangs posted a video saying that there was a cast member of the upcoming summer house winter Winter charm. Charm. And this cast member um, 
I guess, had a history of stalking slash harassing with like different burner phones or whatever it is different, like had been stalking and harassing people. And then I found out through doing some digging that this person is apparently Paige, who I guess had, um, you know, sent her um, ex-boyfriend, not Perry, her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. Okay. Flash. I mean, not new anymore because they've been together for years and now they're engaged and Paige and this guy have been broken up for a while, but I guess for a while. And I guess this is someone that Paige talks about on Giggly Squad too. Apparently she had been harassing and stalking this girl and sending really, really terrible things. Um, You know, things like kill yourself and just horrible, horrible things like that, which I know. So I have, have seen receipts of this. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's really bad stuff, but that's who girl gangs and, you know, she, she is keeping it anonymous and there might be some legal, like either, I don't know. I, I really don't know all the exact details, but from what I have seen slash heard read and people I've spoken to is that there's some sort of like restraining order slash against, I don't, I don't even know, lawsuit against Paige for harassing this girl. So it's definitely an interesting. Oof. So, but yeah. this is something that had happened years, years ago, correct? Obviously. Um, I don't think that long ago. I think, I mean, yeah, years ago, but not. What I'm I mean, saying was, I, mean I guess what well, my question would be, what is Bravo's awareness of this? I don't think that anyone is aware of any of this. Like, okay. I just don't think that anyone knows anything because this girl is kind of like, like uh, it's there are legal things involved and it's like that's why you know girl games was being kind of secretive about it but for me i'm like i want people to know this because this is really messed up and the things align because apparently Paige is a history of talking about this girl on the podcast and talking shit about her and all of that and it's like why are you still talking about this girl that is just dating your ex-boyfriend like that's weird so like you kind of see the obsessive like I will say, man, girl, I, I, I've seen a couple situations where girls have gone so hard on other girls. In fact, I think there was one uh, Facebook group, uh, I think it was called Thunderdome uh, in regards to Bitch Sesh, the pod, where mm-hmm. they, uh, like, I, I remember when I first got into, like, Facebook groups, they would always talk about this Thunderdome group, and then they turned on some girls and, like, found, like, this one girl's work uh, information and, like, spammed the boss. And it was, like, I mean, it was just, like, insane stuff where there's a certain mean girl mentality that I think can sometimes, that people can sometimes, through these shows and through their actions, they they, they paint themselves as cool girls when, in, in essence, they could be just potential bullies. And that's not behavior that I think is awesome, you know? I mean, I don't think it's anyone, any, it wouldn't be surprising to anyone to find out that Paige is like a mean girl. And no, life. it would, it would bum me out I because like, like I said, I've always thought she was super funny, funnier than yeah. Hannah. But if she's a mean girl, I just don't, I don't have a lot of, I don't know. I just don't have a lot of, it's, 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 uh, it's darker even than Lisa Rinna in a, in a way. Yeah, no. And I look, I've gotten tons of DMs because I've written about, you know, Paige and Hannah, the problematic things they've said before on their podcast and just in general. And I've gotten tons of DMs from people that, you know, have no page in real life or have met Paige. And a lot of people, you know, have said that she has been 
known to be, you know, not the nicest person. So, you know, again, it's like, I, what do I know? But this is just, you know, what I have gathered the information that I have seen and, you know, the receipts that I have seen and the people that I've spoken to that this is kind of the situation that's going on that, you know, Paige said kind of these horrible things. And, you know, I wish I had kind of like more information, but it'll be interesting to see if this story catches fire at all, or if it gets swept under the rug, you know? Well, Um, I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Well, unfortunately or fortunately this, this podcast will always exist. So it'll probably, I'll probably keep talking about it. Um, uh, I do want to say that Jax Taylor was on uh, Lala and Randall's podcast uh, this week, and he is still going with this kind of narrative where he is saying that, you know, it was time for him to leave Vanderpump Rules. Oh, and he, yeah. he wasn't fired, but he did. He said the, the, he says really intense things. He said, I don't think it was healthy anymore. Jack's agreed admitting to having suicidal thoughts for the last three seasons of the show. Last season, I had to call you a few times because I was going to drive my car into oncoming traffic, which is just so intense to say. And I, I, I really hope that 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 was not the case. And obviously it is healthy that he got away from the show if that really is the case but he also teases a big announcement on monday may 31st which is tomorrow he he says he is sharing something exciting monday may 31st so he loves to tease he's been trying to tease that he's in has an hgtv show but i just i don't it's see happening. it no I, it's not gonna happen it's not be, happening nope 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 because even like the exciting announcements i like i i just i was so scared to like i just didn't want to get in trouble so there was no way i was gonna post an iheart radio image and like coffee cup and be like hey you know it's like i just know that that's not something that like companies encourage people to do of like will you yeah. tease the shit out but of this let me- let me tell you though, all I'm going to say is that Jax, as a narcissist, he, it hurts his ego. It's kind of similar to the Hannah thing, the narcissistic injury. It hurts his ego so hard knowing that he got fired and that everyone knows he got fired. And so now he is doing everything he can to paint a narrative that, you know, it was his own choice. He left by his own volition. It's what's best for him because he, when we all know if it were up to Jax, he would be on that show until he was 95 years old. It's like, I think they all counted on it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I think he's just trying to paint this picture and, you know, not to, you know, diminish anyone's sort of like depressive thoughts. Um, and for all we know, Jax could be telling the truth. But I think after, you know, 10 years of watching Jax on TV, we know by now that Jax is that never- a character, Sophie. He honest. was doing a Kate Winslet Mare of Easttown. That was a character named Jax. Ja- He's Jason Couchy. That was Jax Taylor. Oh my God. Um, I can't with him. He's just, everything he says is, is manipulative. He's he says, constantly manipulating. He went on to say, it's really exciting. A lot of people want to know what we're up to. Um, he explained revealing he and Brittany have taken multiple meetings with talent agency, WME, HBO, and Netflix. Everybody's excited to figure out what we want to do. So that's kind of nice because we weren't sure he continued. We're like, do we want to get back into that world again? I miss the paycheck. I do not miss that world at all. And then he says, I'm looking forward to something a little bit more fun. We were doing those meetings. And the first thing they're like, what do you guys want to do? And I go, I love the world I was in, but I want to do the polar opposite. I want something more lighthearted. He shared, it's going to be a busy summer. That's for sure. 
And also, he said he this week he said he was on his third film as a producer. Now, I've worked on films before. I do worry that his father, being father of the decade, is going to cut into his busy production schedule with films. Yeah, I don't know how he's going to juggle it all. Is somebody, you know, I feel like one thing's got to go. Either the son's got to go or the film work has got to go, you know? I mean, if you give him the choice, you know which way. Wait, what, what if we told Jax? What if we told Jax, you can work in film for the rest of your life, but you got to give up Cruz. He's going to yeah. be taken care of. But you, you gotta give It'd up. Be like, where do I fucking sign? He's so like, I can I? Do I still? Can I still get other people pregnant? Can I get new <laughs> babies? Okay, well, if I can get new babies, I'm willing to sign. Um, I know I have already kept you so long, but really quickly, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in New York. Do you have any thoughts? Um, I haven't been able to watch because I haven't had a TV working. Oh my God, you haven't even, oh, well, that's good. So we can say something to talk about next week when you yeah. catch up because I really do need some, your Beverly Hills thoughts. I mean, are you, wait, I forgot. Did you say you're ignoring that show or you're going to watch it? No, I'm I'm going to watch Beverly Hills. Okay, good, 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 good. I really, I think you should because Kathy Hilton is a damn star. Yeah, yeah. She's so weird and beautiful and great. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. No, I, I just hate watching stuff on my computer because I'm too ADD and I get all the notifications and stuff and I can never finish watching anything. Like when I watch a show, I need to put all my devices away. So I can't like watch something on a device. I'm just too ADD for it. So I need my TV back and then I'll be like caught up on everything. But New York, I heard is like terrible. I thought it, I thought it was this past week's episode was kind of good. Leah's just going a little too hard when she doesn't have yeah. to. Um, uh, okay. Some quick news hits. Miles Teller got punched in the face in Hawaii. And he was uh, with he, Aaron Rodgers. He's with Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley, which is just... Can you know? I'll take you know weird fucking pairings for two hundred, Alex. Like I, I, I was just like, what? Like there. And by the way, they must have really asked for as many news stories as possible. People seem to, or they, they were pushing news stories about them in Hawaii together. But Miles Teller, by the way, I always have heard Miles Teller is a cocky asshole and that he yeah, likes to overdrink. Like he always like. By the way, this is not something. So like him getting punched in the face. That, like I said, with the friends reunion, how I fill in the blanks, my alleged fill in the blank with this is that he probably drank too much at a bar, started mouthing off and somebody popped him in the face. Honestly, probably like I, what was that one interview? Maybe it was a GQ interview a couple of years ago yeah. where he just comes off terribly. Yes. And ever since then, I've been like, not a fan of So, it. and he's, he's playing, he's in the Top Gun sequel, you guys. He plays the, oh. uh, there's this guy, Goose, that died. He plays Anthony Edwards from ER, his son. And he replaced Army Hammer in The Godfather. In The Godfather Deal. Oh my God, I forgot. What did you think about that uh, Daily Mail story where Army Hammer's dating again? He's he's, uh, a woman saving him again in... In uh, what 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 area is he in? Um, he's Barbados in uh, Cayman, or... Cayman Islands. Yeah, he's dent he's dating a dental hygienist, a gorgeous dental hygienist. They have paparazzi photos, and uh, and the articles were like, she's really saved him, which is just like, come on, can we get away from this narrative of like women saving cannibals? Yeah, like come on, I'm I'm yeah. If anything, I'm like he needs to be behind. He's dangerous to her. Like I feel bad for that girl. Like it's sad to watch, and I hope that you know something legally happens soon. I don't know, but uh, we'll see. I guess I think he's a fucking scary ass serial killer in the making. It is funny though. It is kind of that whole thing of like the more you remain silent, can you rehab an image? 
I'm very I don't curious. Think there's no I mean, chance. I feel He's like not. those kind of daily mail start stories are like testing waters. You know, it's like I feel like when you start seeing but somebody daily in a, mail write stories about Demi Rose. That's that's <laughs> well, yeah. Which, by the way, still, we still need to do an episode sometime of those like third hand characters. Who, yeah, who Demi Rose and all of those random Daily Mail people are. Uh, I'm waiting for final box office figures from Cruella. Hopefully that brought back people to the theaters along with A Quiet Place 2. Uh, hopefully movie theaters are coming back into style uh, after everybody gets vaccinated or they lie about it. Uh, according to the AV Club, they said, uh, AMC, you can wear your mask now at an AMC if you've been vaccinated or if you're a liar, which I thought was hysterical. That that that. Oh, headline. yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney Stodden got engaged. Congra- congratulations, Courtney Stodden. I, I hope this one works. Uh, and then finally, I didn't get to tell you this last week, but I'm sure you saw that Demi Lovato is non-binary and they, they came out as non-binary. Uh, I, I do want to talk though. She, they, they were on the red carpet and they were interviewing people and they had a microphone that had diet Dr. Pepper written on it. And they had the whole thing with the diet cookies and diet culture vultures, culture vultures. And then I just like, they need to be more careful. Like they can say all the shit they want, but then make sure you damn well better make sure that you are above board on every one of your interactions in terms of having a camera on you because i think they look very stupid with a diet dr pepper uh, sponsored microphone like they should have like instead of going up against a mom and pom froyo store go up against a corporation say no i will not hold this microphone like why can't you do it then yeah like i don't know i don't know i feel like it comes down to it's less about, you know, what's right and more about what Demi thinks will get them attention kind of yeah. in the moment. And, you know, it's that's not how, how much should... of that is just the brashness of youth, too. I think it's also, you know, just what happens when you grow up in the spotlight and attention becomes like oxygen to you. Like, I can't even imagine, you know, you go through like a whole a whole puberty. Just, well, not even that, but like, you, you know, everyone in the world is saying how amazing you are and how talented you are and how you're a star. And, you know, it just it when you're not getting that anymore, I can imagine how tough that can be for people. Like I have empathy. That's why I think, you know, child stars are so empathetic and just people that grew up in the spotlight because, you know, it's you can imagine how confusing that is when people are no longer paying attention to you. And I, I, that's how I kind of look at Demi Lovato. I think that Demi Lovato is just always kind of wanting attention and headlines. And I'm just, well, kind but, of- but that's a great point that you make though, is that if you don't get that and you're used to that, that's got to be such a scary feeling when all of a sudden the cameras are off or nobody is asking. Oh you yeah. Your and look at, yeah. Look at even like the Bravo celebrities that are like no longer on their shows anymore. Like, they can't it's hard for them to deal especially when the show starts airing and they're not I mean we were just talking about uh Jax I mean you know exactly it's like they will he will say and that's why when you were reading reading that out loud I was like this is so like a PR story like oh we're trying to decide what to do do we want to get back into this world it's like you're not making those decisions you're gonna get whatever job is given to you because you're a washed up reality star 
Well, uh, Demi Lovato, they have a podcast now too, and they have great guests. Uh, she just had Jane Fonda on and she told uh, Jane, she, um, uh, they said, after years of living my life for other people, trying to make myself smaller for the patriarchy, they run the industry. They are at the center of everything. The 28 year old, sorry, not sorry singer on, oh, it was, this is on Jane Fonda's weekly show, Fire Drill Fridays. Um, the star explained, when I realized that, I thought, what are the ways that the patriarchy has been holding me back? And for me, it was putting me in a box telling me, you are a female. This is what you're supposed to like. This is what you're supposed to do. Don't drink don't dream bigger and don't speak louder. That didn't vibe for me because I'm too outspoken for that. Um, but she also urged fans, like you just said, to find more compassion and empathy for others. If you're having a hard time finding that towards others, go within yourself, find it within yourself so you can find it for others because that's what will bring us together is that unity. So Yeah. I mean, she, that's some I, big, that's some, that's some big thoughts, man. Like I never, at that age, I never was thinking, I mean, but also I'm a white dude, but like, just to even like, think about the patriarchy in terms of living your life is yeah. just wild. Look, Demi has been through more than I can even fathom more in their 28 years, 29 years of life. I don't even know Demi's exact age, but pretty sure they're around the same age as me. But, um, yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine the life. It, obviously, Demi has a lot of life experience and, yeah. you know, wisdom to give people. And I appreciate many of the things they say. I just don't always love the way Demi goes about it. Personally, I, I just think that, you know, I don't it, know. It feels like when Lala Kent pops off. And I'm like, yeah. do you know exactly what you're I saying? Also, or are you just popping off? Well, it's kind of like a lot of it just in general. And I'm not even speaking about Demi. I'm just speaking about the whole like the patriarchy. And, and you know, look, our whole world is, you know, it, it's been influenced by the patriarchy. We, we still live in a patriarchal society, obviously. But I feel like um, a lot of women like to use it as an excuse, like, Women, like we've been taught to not, you know, be outspoken or we can't be beautiful and smart and stuff like it's like, who said that? Like, don't <laughs> like with that. Why even make this a conversation anymore? It's like women are and women are doing everything. It's like to even like have the conversation sometimes anymore, like feels and and I mean, obviously, there's always still work to do with like dismantling the patriarchy. But like, I just feel like a lot of times you find that women who like to do and say fucked up things like to pretend they're doing it in the name of feminism. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, I mean, I just, I, I, I sometimes wonder if it's a phase that every, not woman, like every, but like, I mean, like, I hate to even compare the thing, but it's like, you know, I had a phase where I, I don't know, I was going to do something stupid, but like, I, you know, it's like, I just wonder if this is a phase, if they will look back on this period of their life and be like, what a ride that was. I can't believe how many opinions I had in a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And the other people that have so many opinions are me and Sophie Ross. Sophie Ross is 
a unqualified genius or no qualified genius. I think she is very qualified. Um, How do we support you as always? Of course, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, We can find your your articles coming up there. Um, But uh, thank you for so much time again. And I truly did miss you last week and we all missed you. Um, Is there anything else that we need to be? I mean, is there any hot, uh, hot dates with Carl this week? Is there anything that we need to look forward to? When are we getting this TV moved over to Lindsay's? Do do you need help moving the TV over to Lindsay's? I think Lindsay and Carl are actually going to come pick it up tomorrow. Okay. So if I get on a flight right now, I can be there. And if I'm just over like, what's up guys, did you guys need a third hand? Well, it's funny because I was like, no, but you don't understand. Like you have to physically come pick it up. Like I, it's huge. And Lindsay, and they were like, yeah, no problem. And I was like, of course, Lindsay, because you know, her ROTC training, like she can carry it. Oh my God. And the fact, and Carl, we know from this season, he's a planner. He's in charge of ordering all the food. So watching them, that's another, this is another episode of real live summer house. You get to see the one with the TV. When I kept kept taking, like, I was like, this is so embarrassing that I I was like, I don't want to have my phone out, but I was like, yeah. Were you scared to take any pictures? No, because it just, like, at that point, it's like, you know, it's just, we were just, you know, I was just one of the gang. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, but, you know, it was just, I kept saying that it was the never, what's it called? The, the episode where it's like the never before seen footage. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Season. Oh, uh, the, um, the, uh, the secrets revealed. Secrets revealed. Exactly. I was like, this is like a secrets revealed episode. Just like shenanigans that were never filmed. Oh my so I was God. like, I feel like I'm just doing a service to Summer House fans by filming this. <laughs> it's amazing. But um, yeah, no, hopefully I will get more information about um, this page situation, which seems to still appear to be unfolding. I think it's going to okay, be. Okay, so we'll we'll continue to report on that. And uh, I hope everybody has a great week out there. I hope this starts you strong. And uh, yeah, we will talk to you next week, Soph. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Um, Betches.